Hi guys. Hi Sam. How's everyone's Monday going? Or it's Sunday if you're a patron. Check out our Patreon. You say that. I'm just gonna drop the facade. Normally we record these Sundays. It's Friday freaking night, and it's time to get it on. Oh, I mean, it's what? Friday night, yes. and it's time to get lit. Oh, it's yeah. Friday. Do you know where your Pathfinder is? My Pathfinder, specifically, my one character that's in the Pathfinder Society, is currently on a date with a, a cop. <laughs> you know what? That's fair. Sometimes I forget <laughs> Pathfinder's an actual prestige class. Well, it's a faction membership, too. Like, you wouldn't yeah. have a prestige class. My Shattered Star character uh, is currently on a date with a cop. In, Isn't it, in our like, game. a really bad prestige class? Oh, yeah. It's a really bad one. It's terrible. I, I mean, even by the ranks of prestige class. I wonder what it is. In it's, it's a faction. Like, you don't have to take the prestige class to be in the faction. Isaiah doesn't have any levels in Hell Knight, I'm pretty sure. Why would I take that? Signifier, I guess, would be the one you would take. But yeah, it's still just... It's Why? a bad class. Yeah. Oh, I forgot. There's four different Pathfinder Society prestige classes. You're yeah. Chronicler, Delver, Savant, and Field Agent. They all um, suck. I feel yeah. like the one Delith would take would have to be Chronicler because he's a Chronicler of Worlds Bard. Well, I don't think any of them actually get ranks in... Oh, no. Savant is the only one that increases spell progression. Yeah, that's the thing. They're built... Like, they're I mean, basically they're just, designed they're for bad. bards to take, and then they don't do anything. Pathfinder Chronicler gives you bardic knowledge, but doesn't increase your spells. They also gain performance and it stacks with Bard. Getting, it, it getting just... Bardic knowledge wouldn't be like the worst thing anyways, because Chronicler of World gives it up for the ability to take 20 on knowledge planes checks. Yeah, they, then, they clarify that it stacks with Bard. They're also an Bard, so... <laughs> yeah, they don't need it. They're Inth Bards. Right. It's like, oh, you can make knowledge checks untrained. Well, I just have all of them trained anyways, because I have I'm a 87 bard. million int. Yeah, and it's, I'm a bard. it's an Inth-based... <laughs> Class with eight plus int skill ranks a level. Mm-hmm. Thirteen skill ranks to level one, baby. It's like, oh, you thought the rogue was the skill monkey? Guess <laughs> what, motherfucker? Pathfinder chroniclers in Savage Worlds at level one get to avoid a random encounter. Uh, oh, that's cool. Every turn, <laughs> um, they can. Oh yeah, you've been playing Pathfinder Savage Worlds. Yeah, it's, pr it's, it's pretty fun. It's really awesome, actually. Steel, I didn't really feel like a paladin until like level four, but yeah, I think there were there were some things. But we're fine now. We're figuring it out. It's a good time. But uh, prestige classes in Savage Worlds are actually functional, so that is a big win. If you that's a huge. That is a huge win. <laughs> They aren't in I know that we as a group have ragged on prestige classes a lot. See, that's because they're, they're all poorly made in Pathfinder, which is a real They're shame. not all poorly made. They're, it's just they're the large. general trade-off of not advancing your base class is worse than the things you get as a bonus. Right, like I could take Exalted and it would be a good, but I just, I'm not going that way with Gareth. But you're also a channel build, and That's Exalted right. doesn't progress channels. Exactly, yeah. Like, Exalted would work great for Gareth. I was odd, like you and I had talked that your original plan was to do that. It was, it was. Things change in game. That's yeah, what happened. There's Shadow Savage Worlds, very cool classless system. Pathfinder for Savage Worlds adds back in classes, so if that's something you like, you can do that still. Um, but they just put out their fantasy expansion recently too. Ooh, I got you that for Christmas, didn't it I? It did indeed, and it's been great. 
they added a bunch of Pathfinder specific ones. There's a couple extra books that since you got me those that they've put out as well. You know, Red Mantis Assassins and Hell Knights and I do love Red Mantis Assassins. Red Mantis Assassins are terrifying. It's Red... like their lore is so fucking cool, man. Oh hell yeah. My character who just got TPK and was a Red Mantis Assassin. I'm really sad Oof. he's dead. In a, our Wednesday game, though we we had to fight one of those and those guys are crazy. And we'll say though the flavor of a prestige class is absolutely fantastic. Like, I'm looking at some of them now because uh, Alex and I were looking at prestige classes for reasons totally secret and not at all for planning stuff. Right. Why would we be planning? <laughs> Jeez. Exactly. And we were just looking at them like, does this work? And we were just ragging on it. Like, there is a pit fighter one. Theatrical performance combat rules. I actually have a campaign idea where I want to do those. I have to pitch that to that groupie still. So, question for y'all. What's yeah. your favorite prestige class, not based off of the stats and such, just based off of the concept mm. of the class itself? Mm. Good I mean, Megan's already answered that by playing it. That's true, yeah. Megan's obvious. <laughs> Garrett and I have talked about this a lot. I know Garrett loves Red Mantis Assassin lore. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 100%. Lore-wise, I, I love it. The prestige class in one is not great, not gonna lie. As much as I love Hell Knight, I also want to give short shout-outs to uh, Mortal Usher for being cool as fuck. Mortal Usher's... And Devoted Muse for letting me cheese and get Dex to my AC twice. <laughs> because it doesn't... Oh, that's right. It doesn't not stack with the Swashbuckler Dex to AC as given by Virtuous Bravo. It's true. Yeah, because oh, this it's, is a, a... it's a bonus. It's a typed <laughs> bonus instead of an untyped bonus, right? Typed bonus, yep. yeah. For me, I've always wanted to and never could really make one work correctly. A Mystic Therge. I just think the concept is bad. Mystic Therge is what I was going to say, I, Matthew. It's one of my favorite conceptually. Yeah. But, I, but it's... I can tell you how to make it work. <laughs> Isn't Darby going to do Mystic Therge in our Rise game? He says he is. We'll see if how it works. So I've seen one Mystic Therge work, and it was absolute cheese because it was an NPC Spoilers for Kingmaker, but, you know, so everyone's going to play 1E Kingmaker that's been out for 10 years. I mean, it's about to be uh, for The final yeah. boss is a Mystic Therge. Oh. Oh, that's cool. Because nymphs count as level 6 druids. <laughs> that's evil, dude. Uh, so, Nerissa oh. is... Let me get the book up. Oh. Uh, that's fucking evil, bro. <laughs> oh! <laughs> I will say, when I was touching her up, Alterna did make me, did convince me to not level her up one level to give her ninth level casting in both sides. <laughs> Yikes. Because her stats are through the roof. Like, I was going to put weird as her ninth level sorcerer spell <laughs> and just open the combat with that. That would have nope. been awesome. But Alterna's like, yeah, if you want to TPK your party with a DC 34, will save or die. Man, okay. The one time I've gotten to use weird as a GM, though, it was on a fucking paladin who was just immune to it anyway, so. Weird uh, is a fear effect. Weird is, uh, I'm just glad that there's a spell that's just literally called weird. That's, that's my thing. It's great. Uh, for those who don't know, in first edition, pa weird is a ninth level spell that is mass phantasmal killer. Mm -hmm. And it's yep. awesome. Yeah, it's, it's scary. And it has a very high DC because it's a ninth level spell. Yep. Yeah, here it is. Uh, Nerissa's stat block. Oh, and also in that you also fight a level 20 worm that walks conjurer. Wow. Like, book six went hard. Okay. Yeah. 
Female Nymph Sorcerer 6 Mystic Therge 10. Damn. Because nymphs count as six level druids. And yep. nature is divine casting for some reason. Yep. She got ninth level druid spells and eighth level arcane spells. Or sorcerer spells. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, they count as a seventh level druid. So she was a level 17 druid, level 16 sorcerer technically. <laughs> but Mystic Therge is one of the few prestige classes I know that has a specific feat associated with just them. It is a feat that get you use spell synthesis, which is their capstone ability, a second time a day. Also, Garrett, I said yours was fucking Red Mantis Assassin. I completely forgot Crimson Templar exists. Oh, that too. I love Crimson Templar for not just flavor. It's actually not bad mechanically either. No, it's it's one of the few that's good. Yeah. My favorite prestige class has got to be Arcane Archer. I just, I love the special arrows. I just wish they were good. There's a d yeah. different version of that that they released in a blog post of all things. That's for Divine. Oh, the Divine one, the Hinterlander, right? It's yeah, pretty it's good. It's, it's actually a, probably usable. It's almost yeah. impossible to find through Archives of Nethos, which annoys me because I can never remember its name. Blame Paizo for not printing it in a book. I know. But yeah, it's, it's a divine version of Arcane Archer for devotees of Aristil. It's great. But yeah. the, just the flavor on the Arcane Archer stuff is, is very cool. I, I like yeah. it a lot. The divine Arcane Archer is so fucking cool, too. Mm-hmm. I also like Bloat Mage flavor, but I will never play God, one. No, it's Bloat Mage. Anytime I see a Bloat Mage, I just can't wait to make him pop. <laughs> he, he looks Bloat like a Bloat pop. Too. Like, it'd be so... Ugh. I'm looking at the lists now of uh, the prestige classes on Archives of Nethys. And I'm just looking at them and going, these sound fucking radical. And then I remember, oh yeah... They're hot garbage. Okay, uh, you remind me of something. 2E has some wild shit. That there, oh, it does. Uh, I think it was the, the Grand Bazaar book that had just like a bunch of balls to the walls, wild fucking uh, uh, prestige classes in it that are all good too. Like the fucking, uh, there's a wrestler one that's actually oh, yeah. insanely good. So in our Outlaws of Alkenstar game, Walton's playing a wrestler uh, monk, I believe. Yeah, the wrestler archetype is so good, dude. That is the best part of 2E, and after looking through the archetypes, I've decided to always run games with free archetype going forward, because they're so Hands good. down. Also a fun one, Sanguine Angel. That's some good flavor. I haven't heard of that one. Oh, yes, it's, I know. That's the Grey Maiden one yeah, for, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that's the, it. like, nice Grey Maidens, yeah. right? No, they're not Because nice. there's a Grey Maiden one that's, like, the Arrhenius company that went to Cheliax, right? And the Sanguine Angel one is, like, not nice, exactly, but, like, better than just yeah. fucking off and finding another queen to oppress them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, but they found a hot queen to oppress them now. I, I think the- Personal, personal hot take- I don't think Abby 2 is that much hotter than Iliosa. I don't like Iliosa though. Iliosa, Iliosa has too strong of girl boss vibes. <laughs> too much gaslighting. Garrett, that's, Garrett, that's the oh. entire point of the AP. Oh, You're God. supposed to detect her terribly, terribly strong oh, girl boss vibes so girl you can shut her down. Iliosa literally girl saw ga boss. Gaslight Gatekeep girl boss and went, that's my life motto now. <laughs> yeah. No, like, she Abby legit has stronger girl boss vibes than Abigail, like, 100%. <laughs> I don't know, man. Drowning your cousin in a freezing river to ascend the throne and then also just sell your entire country's soul is pretty girl boss, too. I mean, her cousin yeah. was probably evil, too, so it's fine. Well, he was, <laughs> but, like... It is pretty girl God. bossy, you're right.
Also, Hinterlander is that uh, Erastal for one, Erastal Arcane the, Archer. Yeah. And you can find it through his deity page on Ar Archives of Nethus. Oh. Okay. Well, you know, that makes sense because it lists them out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, wait, I think I did find it actually once. It's there. It's just not through the prestige class thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's. Oh, no, it is there now. That's awesome. Okay. They they yeah, they changed the little. They fixed it. I think when they did the retooling for the updating for 2E, like, their 2E version of their site is, like, completely updated and different. I hate it. Yeah, it's gross. I, I just wish that Archives and Ethos would load. Yeah. <laughs> That's my issue. Kaizo needs Same. to give that dude more money so that he can buy servers that actually stay online. That's a point. A valid point. I mean, I've only had it down, like, once when I needed it. So. 2E is down right now. I'm on 2E <laughs> right now. I am literally looking at Tui's website right now. Yeah, so am I. Well, it goes down all the time when we try to play in Wong's game, so I think it's just periodical. Also, it no. might yeah. just be ages. Like the I think they maybe just have too much server traffic, like slightly too much server traffic. Try, try the archetypes page, because that's the one that won't load for me right now. Yeah, that's not loading for me either. Yeah, see, these uh, random pages just won't load on that website all the But we're not here to shit on Archives of Nethys, one of the best resources available for Pathfinder. No, and uh, we are here to Wait. get loaded. Wait, Sam, you said that was the explicit goal of this episode and that any gameplay came afterwards. No, no. Yeah, we're at the gameplay section. We're here oh, to okay. shit on Roll20, not on Archives of Nethys. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Archives of Nethys provides an invaluable service. Roll20 is a functional website. Totally. Is it though? They do exactly... Functional's got an asterisk. <laughs> exactly nothing. I mean, what? It makes me want to drink. Speaking of drinks, what's everybody drinking? I have a shocking drink also. Again. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I have my last can of Austin East Cider's Watermelon Cider. Ah! You've just I haven't seen it, it back it's in stores yet. It's got to be out soon, right? It's got to be out soon. But this is the last can I have in stock right now. And I'm drinking this on an empty stomach at 8.30 at night. I'm gonna have a good time, guys. Good choice, man. Should be fun. Uh, Matthew, what are you drinking? Actually, I needed to make certain my connection with Desno was perfect. So I decided to uh, get rid of super caffeine for this particular recording. And instead, Boy. I'm drinking Coca-Cola Starlight, which has become my non-Mountain Dew go-to. It's I'm, so good. I love it's it. It's downright decaffeinated compared to your normal drinks. It's true, absolutely. <laughs> And, you know, it's the Desna drink, so why not? Does it taste like drinking Campfire and Starlight? It tastes like awesome. I it love it. It tastes like cotton candy. It does. It tastes wonderful. It's just a wonderful drink. It's not overly sweet, but it's it's good. I love Starlight. It's amazing. Uh, Alex, what do you got? I made Megan and I a massive martini. Huge and batch of martinis, yes. Well pouring shots of vodka so oh yeah i made the classic the classic martini just the way bond likes it vodka the classic martini dry. it's vodka it's dry uh vermouth and it was shaken not stirred because <laughs> it's cold as heck and i didn't want shaken hot as heck outside really and you yeah. wanted something cold as heck did I mention the giant martini? <laughs> <laughs> yes. So I also have that. It's probably, like, what I've got is probably, like, three martinis worth of booze. Oh, and only boy. one martini's worth of olives. Honestly, I don't know why I didn't just dump the rest of the jar in, but... 
Only one martinis were lost, so there's 45 in your glass. We split 10 there's of five between the two of us. And some bonus juice. Alex was just pouring this giant martini, and I'm pretty sure he threw in an extra two ounces of vodka. And I'm just going, did you just pour 10 ounces of vodka in that? And he's like, no, oh, shut boy. up. It was eight ounces. <laughs> and two ounces of vermouth. Dang. To and, then, uh, and then he Garrett. just sets the bottle down, and he's like, man, we need to go buy vodka. <laughs> <laughs> After dumping half the bottle in there. Yes. No, quite literally. It's a 1.75 bottle. It's not nearly half. <laughs> oh, okay. So uh, a, a, about a fifth of it then. Yeah. Yeah. Garrett's my buddy. Look, my I said it's Friday night and we're getting fucking lit. I meant it. I'm, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm still just Let's get Ranger. I have liquor. All right. No mixers. You got to get the HEB, man. I do. Yeah. There's a blood night. There's something that resembled that's a hag. You guys know what hags look like. You guys can assume it's a blood night. It's a night covered in blood. There's and I would like to make a correction. Blood. At the end of last episode, I said it begins saying Ulfin stories. It is saying Kellish. In Hallet. In Hleet. Mm. Yeah. That one. Yep. As it begins stirring into a raging song. Kellish is the language of the Kellishite Empire. Kelid, or Halit is the language is what Celta is. Yes, thank you, Meg. I forgot there was a Kelishite Empire, honestly. It's very confusing. Dang it, JJ. Anyways. Yeah. Anyways, it has also drawn a scythe made out of crystallized blood. Well, I knew sooner or later Pelta would have to go on her time of the month. (laughs) That is Megan talking, not... God damn. We didn't quite make it all the way to the Scottish slur yet, so... Yeah. (laughs) So is this but yeah. roll for initiative time? It's roll for initiative time, my friends. Roll, roll, roll bitches. Oh, I clicked it too early. What does that token work? What? It just hated my witch fires, apparently. All right, and then let's roll for Mysterious Blood Knight, who has a giant black onyx in That's definitely forehead. the soul gem. Will... Oh my gosh, I can't believe Pelta is Raven now. Does she Raven have her super gem. demon father trapped in there? Raven has a red gem, not an onyx. Come on. Yeah. It's just the gem on the forehead thing. That's all. Yeah. It is the same shape. It is the same cut as Raven's gem. As I roll for initiative. Justice League Apocalypse War was fun. Ooh, that's actually a... That would be a really good roll if I had a score. <laughs> I rolled a six. Because I got a natural 20 on initiative for a, a total of 20. Womp womp. Which is, you know, still a good initiative. It's just... Yeah. I got a natty 19, so I'm surprised as fuck by that. But And it's Gareth's turn first. Gareth, you guys read the notes about blood uh, blood knights. We did. So you know that they have deal uh, bleed damage when they hit you with their weapons. They've got their blood body, they can pull any item stored in his body as a move or free action. They can drink your blood if it slams you. Uh, it can erupt slippery blood as a grease spell surrounding it. That's called Blood Slick. Uh, it's got bonded armor like a Grave Knight. Forgot about all this. And uh, it has an ability called Fountain of Blood, which is uh, it erupts into a poisonous 15-foot radius of blood. And you must make a fortitude save as though you had ingested its blood and then you suffer bad stuff. Yeah, that being said, I'm done. Gareth will uh, just start casting. I'm done. Somebody else's turn. Okay. So, 
Also, uh, when I was talking to Alex about this archetype, this uh, template, Alex pointed out that this is in fact a third-party Green Ronin Publishing archetype. Oh, but I did a little more digging. It was an archetype made by Owen Stevens yep. for Carrying Crown that was then codified by his third-party publisher. Okay, I'm cool. So it's a very weird second-party archetype. Or second party, uh, third party still, but Owen Casey Stevens has, has done a fair amount of. Owen Casey Stevens was too. like the Starfinder guy, right? Yeah. No. He did work on. He Starfinder. did a lot of shit for Starfinder. He wasn't the Starfinder guy. So, real quick, just a reminder: I am invisible. Yes, you are invisible. I have remembered this. It is the Hags' turn, guys. Hags. Oh, Garrett, did you want to roll the knowledge check on the hag so you know what kind what of hag it is? What type of knowledge is it? It would be planes. Yes, I have a good planes. Planes and religion. Yeah, well, you already know all about blood knights. 37. This is a night hag. Oh, sorry. Okay. Special. Uh, you got a 37, you said? Yes. yes. Okay. You get four facts. Special attacks. They have disease. Gross. From their bite that deals con damage. Uh, and if you fail the save, if you fail a second save, it becomes drain instead of damage. Uh, they can they have dream haunting, which I believe Gareth is all too familiar with. Yes. They can change shape as per The Desimus like motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And they have several spell like abilities. Alright. Special weaknesses. Uh, no special weaknesses, oh. but they have DR I'll give you the defenses instead. Sure. They are immune to Charm, Cold, Fear, Fire, Sleep. They have DR to Cold, Iron, and Magic. So you need Cold, Iron, Magic weapons to bypass it. And they have Spell Resistance. Fabulous. Uh, it also has an item called the Heart Stone. Well, third uh, question is, what the hell is that? Uh, all hags, Night Hags carry a Heart Stone. A special gemstone worth at least 1,800 gold pieces that is worn as a, a word I don't know how to pronounce. I just think I knew it before. Periapt. An yes. item more like a charm or amulet. The Heartstone's magic is healed by the Hag's spirit in proximity. Once separated from its owner or the Hag's death, it remains magic for only 24 hours before becoming a non-magical gem again. Uh, it instantly cures any disease the, the holder has and provides a plus two resistance bonus on all saving throws. Uh, and if a Night Hag loses this charm, it can no longer use its at-will with Heartstone, Etherealness, and Soulbind. Final thing, spell-like abilities. Constant. Detect chaos, evil, good, law, and magic. I don't know how that affects your invisibility. I've always been very unsure how detect alignment works with invisibility. Yeah, you feel that there's something. I, I assume I don't know. Uh, you, yeah. you, you make the choice. Okay, continue. At will, deep slumber, invisibility, magic missile, and ray of enfeeblement. Yep. And at will with its heartstone, etherealness, and soul vibe. All right, that's more. A lot of, lot of spooky stuff. whole bunch of spooky stuff, yep. All right, uh, you have begun casting. Uh, the hag is gonna... Just shoot off some magic missiles. One for all of you. So each of you are gonna take a D4 plus one. Okay, sounds great. Gonna sp spread the love. Get out my sticky note of uh, health tracking because roll 20 right. refuses to function on Firefox. All right, here we go. First for Retha. Two points of force damage. I'm down to perfectly 111 health. For Gareth. Oh no, I can't see Gareth. No, no, come on, hit me with it. I don't care. Uh, I mean, it's another two points of damage. Actually, it's zero because it goes into my brooch. 
Oh, you have a brooch of shielding, that's I've right. I've had it forever, and it's the first time it... Uh, how does invisibility interact with detect alignment? I don't know. Okay. Consensus is based on how strong your aura is. Okay. Because you're a ninth level cleric, your aura is strong enough that it would pick it out through the invisibility. Sure. Sounds good. So I... For I... Isaiah, three points of force damage. Oh, man. I have six... And for Maldrick, three points of force damage. Well, I got one, one, two, two. That's not great for you. On 4d4. Yeah. That is the hag's toy. It is Isaiah's turn. I just want to take a moment briefly to uh, acknowledge the Starfinder cast because we were talking about that. James Sutter was the creative director. Sarah Robinson was the creative design director. And Robert McCreary and Owen Casey Stevens were the design suite leads. So you were right. Robert Sutter was who right I was thinking that he of. was a Starfinder guy. You were right. Wasn't he the guy who like wrote the core rule book originally? That's what I was looking at was the core rule book. Yes. Now he's working on Fantasy Age and rewriting the core rule book for that. So look out for mm -hmm. that. It should be out imminently with the Freeport setting. I follow Owen Casey Stevens on Twitter. He's a funny guy. He does seem to I enjoy... think I follow him on Twitter too. I just don't check Twitter often enough to... He also is on Twitch on Thursday afternoons on the Green Ronin Twitch channel. Anyways, Zaya. Oh, shoot, I can't see anyone. And roll 20 crash. Zaya is going to double move and cast Litany of Sloth on the hag. No more casting defensively for you. Anyways, that's the end of his turn because he had to double move. All right, it is the Blood Knight's turn, and it's going to five foot step up to Zaya. I want you all to know that every time I refer to Blood Knight Pelta in my in my notes, it's just BLOOD KNIGHT PELTA in all caps. And as it is now raging song, you hear it. That side looks especially keen as it reverberates with the blood song. It's gonna make an attack. That is a, a miss with a <laughs> 21. Yeah, no. A Lumba. <laughs> she wasn't very filled. That's okay. <laughs> but it is an iterative. Okay, the iterative's still gonna miss with a twenty-six. Yep. Not not gonna not gonna land. Not gonna land. It is Ratha's turn. Where the fuck is everything going on? Cause around the oh, corner. You... Okay. Take a step forward, you can probably see it. Maybe gotcha. Yeah. I don't suppose I'd be able to charge from where I was. There's a rock in the way, sadly. Yeah. Okay, well. You can double move, though. Yeah, I can book it to get up there. And then you can char uh, smite, or uh, challenge. Challenge. Oh, yeah. That's the run. Do I want to challenge Blood Knight Pelta, or do I want to challenge the hag? You want to challenge the hag. All right. Fair enough. Oh, Isaiah forgot to make a knowledge check. Shoot. Oh, well. I mean, Gareth did and shouted words. About the hag? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Then we know that they're chaotic. Yeah. Oh, no. Night hags are neutral evil. Oh, they're neutral? I thought they yeah, were. I'll challenge it. That's fine. It's still a better bonus than Smite Chaos anyways. <laughs> yeah, it is. For a couple more levels, at least. I also am shocked that night hags are neutral evil. Hags just well, feel like they chaotic. should be chaotic. All the hag... All the hag... Queens, I thought were chaotic. That's what I thought too. It is Maldrick's turn. Oh boy. Alrighty. Maldrick's gonna move. 
I guess I just have to double move. Damn. Aldrich might be able to charge. Maldrick nah, would have been able to charge. From here? Really? That's a straight line. Yeah, that's a straight line. Okay. Yeah, I'll charge then. Okay. And you get one punch. You can't spell combat spell strike, but you can punch. Please edit in the one punch. Here, Sam. Thank you. <laughs> also, it's under six seconds. We can't get hit with copyright law. Correct. You stop. You'll probably have your charge up from your last time you cast a spell, though. Oh, you know, I absolutely yeah. do. I haven't cast anything since. It, it doesn't yeah. have a time limit. It lasts right. forever. <laughs> but you just can't punch and cast this turn. Correct. Yeah, anytime I cast a spell, it, it, it overrides the touch spell. Yeah. All right, what'd you get to hit? I got a 32. Yeah, that'll hit. Sorry, 34 uh, charge. My bad. That'll hit. Uh, and you bypass the Blood Knight's DR bludgeoning. Fuck yeah. Let's go. Well, actually, oh wait, we knew about Blood Knights beforehand, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay, then I would have my arm in the bludgeoning state instead of the sharpened state. You're right. Yeah, no Edward Elric knife hand. Yeah, exactly. I was just making sure that I would have known that beforehand. Okay, so that is not my best damage roll. 16, 17, 18, Yeah, Is it immune to cold or anything? Uh, no. 27 points of damage, and he is now fatigued, and he is... Blood Knights are undead, and thus do not get fatigued. Okay, well, in that case, he is just entangled. Okay. I will entangle the Blood Knight. Man, Rhyme Spell is such a good metamagic. Yeah, you get so much use out of that. I mean, I took Magical Lineage. What was your total damage, you said? 27. Okay. I took I took Magical Lineage for Frostbite, so I can ha I can metamagic it as a level 1 spell. Okay. I hit too many numbers, and I made its health negative 161. When I took, like, 40 damage, I almost typed in 400 damage from the Witch Fires earlier. <laughs> all right, and we are back We're at the top with Gareth. All right, and right here, all of a sudden, yep. out of nowhere, part, uh, comes the wonderful per a wonderful celestial friend of mine named Armando the Ankylosaur. <laughs> <laughs> Dinosaurs! Dinosaurs! <laughs> yes! I don't... I might actually have an Ankylosaurus already loaded from uh, from before. Let me look at my, my bestiary. This has been so long coming. Like, that was one of your, like, way Dinosaurs! Dinosaurs! Well, and it was gonna be a big deal with Pelta, too, because all the summons would get pounced. Yeah, it was gonna be a big deal with Pelta. That's absolutely Well, yeah. I mean, if we save her, though. No, just... Oh, maybe. here. She's right here. Yeah, just, he's right there. Just if we can so, pop that soul gem out of this blood knight, just, maybe, just, just maybe, we can so have Pelta back. I did not actually have an Ankylosaurus, but I will give you instead, Matthew, is the Flavor Drake. The Flavor the Drake! Flavor Drake. <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons and Diners and Dragons and Dives! <laughs> yeah! So, so to As appears with us, what's up? To remind you guys, all of, uh, this, this one is also a buffed version because of the fact that I took that wonderful Welcome one to Flavor Town! So long ago. So he, <laughs> yeah, that's right, you have Augment Summoning. I do have Augment Summoning. I've been waiting for this! That's where the frosted tips and the cool shades come from. That's the augmentations. <laughs> and he's Desna has blessed you with Guy Fieri. <laughs> uh, Megan, I think you meant dinos, dragons, uh, and dives. Ooh, I went, very yeah. true. Uh, just another D. Dungeons and Dragons and Diners and Dinos and Dragons and Dives. 
All right. Say that ten times fast. I'm not going. To I don't think I could. So I he's going to right. he's going to swing with his tail, and let's see what happens. Oh man, I hope I hit. Let's see. All right. So where is there? It is okay. So 19 plus 16 is 35 to hit. 35 will hit the hag. All right. Let's roll damage. Uh, and now also, I'm going to need a fortitude save from you. DC, oh boy. DC 23. I got a 31. Okay, you did it. Oof. Easily, yep, no problem. Now I got my 3d6 plus 14 damage. So let me... Fucking loving dinosaur summons. I do like them. <laughs> and that's 14 plus 14 is 28 points of damage. All right, and then minus 10 because you do not bypass cold iron and magic to 18. Okay, fair enough. I'll deal with it. Now, I do have a question, Matthew. Sure. If you summoned it here, you get flanking. Ooh. That's a point. But flanking doesn't do extra damage. I'm pretty sure I'm it gives hit. you a yes. plus. Everyone a plus two to hit though. I yeah, think oh, everyone would get the oh. flanking bonus because we don't okay, have we'll out do flank at this party. We'll do that. Um, no. And then I will just move to here, and that's the end of my turn. Now, is that the full attack of an Achillosaurus? Yeah, oh, they only have the, one attack. The tail flail? Yep, that's it. Well, to be fair, that is 3d6 plus 12. They have yeah. one rider on that, too. So With a rider, you yeah. yeah only one attack. It's pretty rough. All right, and then you move up the stairs away from the party. Out of line of sight. Wait a second. It is a sylph. The hag is still afflicted by the litany of sloth. I can't AOO or cast defensively. So the hag's going to go for a classic claw claw bite on Isaiah. These are very high to hits. I think I actually might need the nat 20 to hit. Probably. And a 16 misses? Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe you do then. 26? Nope. And a 17. Not going to work. Not going to hit. That is the hag's turn. It is Isaiah's turn. You going to put the hag on the ground? Yeah, I'm trying to decide if I want to... I should probably keep her from spellcasting. Like, pinning down the hag is worth so much. It's worth a lot. So, we're going to keep up with the Litany of Sloth, because they only last a round. That is the downside of this Litany's. Um, but it is a swift action to cast. It is a swift action cast. So And we're not using the shitty errated version that makes them worthless. Yeah, that, may, that adds a save, and it's like, a save plus all of the other stuff to balance them. Anyways, so let's see that CMB check to set her on her butt. There's a 37, 40 work. Yeah, that's, you put her on her ass. Okay, just checking, you know. Uh, you never know. You never know. Maybe, maybe this tag is buff or something. I don't know. And then for the iterative, a 21 to hit the prone hag. With the plus four, They're that is, and the flanking to a 27, that is a hit. Like a Is your chain cold iron? No, it is not, but it is plus something. Let me check. If it's not plus three, it does not bypass. No, just plus two. So. Okay, so you will not bypass the DR. I will not. Well, 30 damage minus 10 is still 20, so that should put her down pretty well. And now she's broken, so yeah. get hacked. She got heck knighted. Exactly, exactly. Blood Knight health is turned. Gonna take some swing as uh, the hag on the ground screeches in swing, a language swing, that swing. hags know. What hags know is languages? Give me your languages. Aklo. A a actually, what? Abyssal, celestial, common, and infernal. 
Oh, that's right. They're outer plane or they're planar at this point. Maybe. Yeah. So it will actually scream in common, Sister, help me! As the you see the Blood Knight very stiffly, despite being made of blood, raise the scythe to once again swing at Isaiah. My die got stuck in the dice tower, but it was a natural 20. No, no, wait, no. To confirm. A natural one to confirm. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> oh. Whose side, who side is Desna really Her on then, huh? Hell yeah, that's a scythe crit. Awesome. <laughs> Natural 20 scythe crit? Oh my god, I would just be by his side. Goodbye. <laughs> oh god, that'd be how much damage? That'd be so much damage. Oh, that would be have been, uh. Oh. Would have been a lot of damage. Oh, it would have been so much damage. Thank god. That would have been. 8d4 plus... plus 84. Yeah, that sounds about right. I would have put a Zaya in the ground. Yep. Instead, it is a paltry... I say paltry, but it's uh, with Raging Song. That is a 27 points of damage. Oh, I can take that. And now for the second attack. I'm not joking, a second natural 20. No. Jesus oh, Christ. God! Uh, it will not confirm, though, because it is a 22. No, no, that won't confirm. That is 26 points of damage. Yeah, great. There is something... Vade is cruel to Alex with that. I'm excited for Alex to die to his other character. Just... That's fine. How, how many times were we all, like, cheering for that 20 when Pelta rolled it? So... You guys can res Pelta, and Isaiah can die in hell forever, where he'll be happy, maybe, finally, for once. Isaiah's going to fucking Zovakine. We all know it. Yeah, like, just let him die. He's had a terrible life. Um. It is Retha's turn. Retha, you gonna stab your old buddy Pelta, who's evil and blood knighty? Retha's just blood? gonna look... She's gonna meet the blood knight's eyes and say... The woman you once were would cheer to see your sister down. So watch. And if there's anything of Pelta left in you, cheer. And then she's gonna stab the hag. Okay. You just, got two stabs. Full attack. I challenged her already, right? Yes. So I need to make sure I check that buff on. Do I have a buff for it? I don't I think, think I made a buff. I do have a buff for it. I have a buff. Oh. It's fine. Those will both hit the hag prone on the ground, especially with flanking. Actually, I guess you're not you're not flanking the hag. Uh, everyone else is flanking. Yeah. You have a plus two adamantine long spear. Yep. So you will not bypass the DR because it is not cold iron. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> you do deal significant damage to it. Uh, so that's 23 on the first attack. It's DR 10. Yeah. And then another... 19 on the second. The hag's not looking too great, guys. And it is Maldrick's turn. Oh, baby. As it weakly... I just... I wasn't gonna hit Blood Knight Pelta when I challenged the hag, but you know. Yeah, you got your... You gotta use use your tools. Your resources. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna attack. And now I have flanking. Woohoo! Yep. Oh, I'm stupid. uh, I could have smacked chaos her this turn. There's no chaos this fight. Oh, right. She's neutral evil. Never mind. How does a 
Uh, this is 25. Oh, sorry. 27. This one game. Yeah. Yes. Cool. Four. 29 points of damage. Uh, and that all goes through because... Uh, 29 points, you said. Yes, I did. And your second attack. My second attack. Hey, Retho, would you be fine with me five-foot stepping real quick so I can hit the other bitch and entangle her as well? Sure. Cool. And you have a cold iron golem arm now, don't you? I, I think I did reforge into cold iron, didn't I? I can still hit over you. Like, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I think sure you did, did reforge into cold. Yeah, I think you did because you could afford cold iron, but not adamantium. Yeah, exactly. And there was no reason not to considering I don't have to pay the extra cost to enchant it. Ever, yeah. Because it enchants itself. Yep. Nice. That is a 25 versus the uh, Prone Hag. That is a hit. Prone Hag. Fuck yeah. Let's entangle her too. I'm enjoying my olives, you guys. Nice. <laughs> 27 points of damage this time as well. Now, I would ask you normally to, uh, I believe Frostbite has spell resistance, yes? Uh, Normally, I would ask you to roll that, but you brought her to... Negative 69. Uh, no, I'm kidding. No, actually, she's still conscious. She's still uh, not dead yet, so I actually do need you to roll uh, spell resistance. Yet. I'm not dead yet. Tag's a pretty good con. What did, how does spell resistance work again? D20 plus caster level. Oh, yeah. Hero Lab actually tells me that. Cool. Natural 20, I shit you not. Hey! 29. <laughs> Get fucked, nice. Hag, at negative. <laughs> the sound waves on my audacity when I aid Is were it just- just a square? It's just a square. <laughs> Is she unconscious, or what's going on? Yeah, she's down on unconscious. Oh, cool, I'm glad I decided to hit her so she doesn't get a turn. All right. <laughs> so, uh, Gareth, uh, last turn, he uh, just uh, finished summoning and started summoning again. So right above here, please put uh, Alejandro's uh, longtime lover Anastasia, the Ankylosaur. Another one? <laughs> Another one. That's correct. Okay. Um, wait, wait, wait. It was named Armando, not Alejandro. Uh, oh, you're right. You're getting your Ankylosaurs mixed up. You're right. I did, because Alejandro is. You're right. It's, this one's Armando and Anastasia. So, you're correct. I don't have an Ankylosaurus still. <laughs> what I will use Where? is. Patrick Warburton as the yes. tick. Yes! Yeah! <laughs> the <Hey>. tick! <laughs> Gareth's gonna start casting. I have this. This is my tick swarm icon. Amazing! <laughs> so I'm gonna, take, I'm gonna take my two ankylosaur attacks and then I'm gonna. And then Gareth. Am I going to die sooner from a heart attack from how much I've drunk? Or from laughing at the tick. <laughs> and Let's get a zoom in on the tick. <laughs> oh, if you have not heard of the tick, please go oh, learn about it and I, one of the, the funniest stuff. fucking things. I in, first in learned history. about the tick one free comic book day. One fateful oh. free comic book day. That being said, Armando and, and Matthew are very excited yeah. to move on from this. Need to hit, need to take their attacks. So mm -hmm. we'll start with Armando. Armando uh, rolled a total of a 29. Yeah, that'll hit enough. Yo, these are bludgeoning because they're with the tail. That's right. Yep. They're bludgeoning. Whack. I need a DC 23 fort uh, save from you. Oh, wait, it's, she's. Blood knights are undead. They're immune to any effect that requires a fortitude save. Okay, never mind then. Unless yeah, it also yeah. works on objects. No. It's a stun. I don't know this thing. Object, unfortunately. It's clarifying the rule. And that's a total of 26 points of damage. Oof. And then 
uh, Anastasia is gonna come in with her tail, and she's gonna roll a natural twenty. Oh yeah! Man, take your shot at the natural twenty that was rolled this episode. Actually, don't because it'll kill you. But you know, it'll kill you faster and than late. A total of a thirty to confirm. So I think that confirms. Yeah. So it's sixty-six plus twenty-eight. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Sixty points of damage. Forty hit points remaining as the blood just <laughs> like congeals into a solid amount, a solid surface, and just crystallizes and falls apart. And sitting on top of this pile is a black onyx gem. Well, we'll be sure to pick that up later, I'm sure. Gareth, you recognize this gem as the very one floating in your ominous dream. Oh, the one that I saw Pota? Yeah, and that's then, the one. And then he'll move over to the gem, is what he will do. It's got big magic on it. Sure. And, I uh, think magic. I do not touch <laughs> black gems or any magical gems in general as a rule of thumb. So uh, all your it, it's Simon. just the crustiest magic imaginable. Sure. I'll look Because it's covered in dried blood. I'll look at Declan and I'll just slip the bag of holding over it without touching it and uh, link away with it. You have acquired one soul gem. Alright. It contains a pelta. Awesome. And the blood continues to it's drain away. It's a black soul gem, like in Skyrim. <laughs> and as you see the blood drain away, you see Retha and Azai, you just see the face and armor of an armager, just a random runt armager. That's body is just desiccated now as though he was simply captured and used in this ritual for no reason other than having a body. I look not tags. I think we should probably take this back to the chancery. It, he does have dog tags, but he's so low rank, it just says Hellknight Armager number 324. The lady commander has books back. that can tell us who he was. He lost name privileges. Oh, I know. Somewhere. And in the back of the Even room, Even if he's lost name privileges, they're on record somewhere. The Hell Knights are very meticulous. And who wants to give me some perception checks, actually? Yeah. I just yep. play what's in here. Let me grab out that D20. As the Ankylosauruses just start vigorously making out. That's right. They like each other a lot. All right, so that's a total I of I would a... say gay, but no, they're actually straight, aren't they? Armando is a dude name and Anastasia is a girl name. Well, they're bi, but yeah, I mean, because when Alejandro Based. gets in there. Based! Um, 32 for perception. Alright, with Isaiah's 38, one, you do see that this river does connect to the cellar. Nice. Likely it was an old escape tunnel at some point when there was a citadel, like, uh, there was a base over here on the side of the river before it was rebuilt in the walls for, uh, for inevitable. Yes, sorry, I was trying to hold back a cough, burp, and hiccup at the same time. Oof. Yes. My throat was just a pop. You also see a chest in the corner. Uh, not on the map, but it is concealed within these comically oversized mushrooms. A chest here. Like the, the hag's treasure. And in it, you see uh, more rubies. Likely it was used for bartering with the denizens of Lang. Skidmaher got isekai into this into this version of Galarian, didn't he? <laughs> no, uh, I just gems are just useful for just free money. How much? Can I but just yeah, lore rant for just like a brief moment? 
Rubies are associated with the Church of Asmodeus. That's your rant? That's a short rant. Yeah. It's, I just... Megan's so drunk she forgot what I don't, that was. I don't know. <laughs> but anyways, rubies, just why rubies? Because I, I guess I don't know if you knew they were associated with the I, Church of Asmodeus, but... Uh, denizens of Lang trade in rubies. Okay, but, fair enough. There are 20 rubies there totaling 18,000 gold pieces worth Jesus. of money. Jesus. It's wow. a treasure chest full of rubies, my dude. Nice. The Costco, or fan, uh, Sam's Club is gonna have a fire sale on rubies. You're gonna have a field day with this. Let's, let's go take the value. Go, just rubies. tries to go sell like a billion rubies to to the Abadaran, and he's like, no, supply and demand, my guy. Take it somewhere else. You just roll up with him, he's like, <laughs> I need to check the distribution lists. <laughs> <laughs> we may need to disperse these throughout the area in order to not inflate, not damage the economy. You have now 20,000 gold pieces worth of rubies. That's great. You also have a note about uh, in the chest. <clears throat> it's, it's a note that looks indistinguishable from like regular paper. But if you take that black onyx, uh, you just get like an inkling and you hold it over it, like invisible ink, looking at it through the onyx, okay. reveals that it is notes on how to use the souls of changeling daughters in order to ascend to a new type of hag. Well, glad we prevented that. Maybe, possibly. Who knows? I'm coming Although, that other hag did say sister, so we might be fucked either way. Did say sister help me, and nobody came to help her. Well, I assumed she was talking to help. I Pelton. believe that was supposed to be the Blood Knight. Oh, all right, all right. Well, and you guys, guys, this area. I need to. I need some time. And sis, you and I need to have a talk soon, but not till after. I've. I, I, I need to have some time. Um, How many times does Gareth have to be told the birds and the bees to set up? <laughs> the right ritual for this. <laughs> oh, it is so not that. Well, I guess we go home now. Are you guys ready? We got everything here, right? We've accomplished our mission. Wave them all close. Make certain they're all touching each other. And poof, we're back in town. Woo! And you are back <laughs> in Fort Inevitable. Oh, wait, I need a roll. Bam. Let's not teleport without air. You're right. Oh, wait, no. you oh. Isn't it an arcane spell? Oh, it is. Travel domain. Travel domain. domain. Travel domain. <laughs> oh, God damn it. You know travel this. Travel domain go for Right. Oh, I'm Fun way fact, good. Fun fact, Redeem Nocticula also has travel domain. I'm way so good. So move aside, Desna. Oh, by the way, we aren't in Fort Inevitable. We were going to our house. Oh, home. Go I don't have oh. a Valduk estate map, so. Okay. Well, fair enough. Well, that's where we teleport to, just so you know. Okay. All right. So uh, I easily make the roll. It wasn't even close. Yeah. You, unless clap. you rolled, like, the 100. Yeah. Gareth knows this place very well, I assure you. Yeah. He's a mama's boy. He always yeah. comes back home. You get there, and you just see Tesher out front chopping firewood with his shovel. <laughs> Dad? 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 I need your help. Oh. oh. I need your help. Oh, I need your help. Okay. Help. I, I, I've got Pelta's, as you know, I stored Pelta's body here last time I you came. You did what? Oh, yeah, 
Pelta's in my bed. But that's besides the point. <laughs> I'm sorry, I forgot to tell you. Um, but Pelta's... Did you gentle repose it? Yes! Of course they did. Yes, there's just about a dead body in their attic for... It's Gareth! Several days. <laughs> I didn't gentle repose it. No. I, I, I have Look, Pelta's... I know it's Gareth, but if he hadn't, I... you know Dab would have spelled it by now. I have Pelta's soul, and now... Mom probably would have thought it was just some funk, but... Now, Dad, Dad... I need you to go down the basement with me. Well, first we need to grab Pelta's body, then I need you to go down below, and we've got to set this up. This we we're, we're bringing Pelta back. I'm not gonna let. Who's uh? Who's that, by the way? Who's that? Oh, Isaiah. Isaiah. He's weird. Isaiah. He's a hell knight like I mean, me. You see him. Like he looks you unlike. over. He looks at your spiked, your spiked everything. Uh, he walks over, puts on one of his gauntlets, and goes to shake your hand. <laughs> I'll shake it firmly. <laughs> a pleasure to meet you, Isaiah. I trust you've been taking care of my kids. I suppose babysitting is part of my duty. Yes. Retha just... Ah! Well, Sorry, know. I wasn't Scottish enough. Ah! Retha had... You see, Dad? Retha had a crush on Isaiah. And so when he said babysitting, he felt... I did little. not! Oh, you're right. Did would impose there was a thing of the past. I'm sorry. Does have a question. Rutha gets her spear out with murderous intent. <laughs> I certainly Dad, I accidentally walked in on him in the bath, so we're basically family now. What are you drunk? Look. Am I ever sober? Sometimes. Not anyway, as I am. He and I are sharing a room, friend. and he hasn't made any sort of move on me, so. Well, you he's know, a respectable enough man. All right, then I'll I'll take it. I, he's you see he's been very sweaty. Like he's been at this for hours. Like all right, I'm gonna go uh, clean up and let your mother and all. You've been keeping a corpse in your room. Uh, you are welcome to dinner. What time is it? Dinner. Thank you. Uh, and yeah, uh, dinner. I'm. I'm sorry. It's been a long day. I've been busy. Yo, yo, that Jeremiah fellow, he keeps calling me over to fight ghosts and things, and it's... I got housework to do. His house is quite haunted. I suppose fighting ghosts is probably just part of Jeremiah's housework, considering how many ghosts are in his house. There are so many ghosts in that house. That place is more haunted than fucking Foxglove Manor. Maldrick has been drinking from a flask the entire time this conversation has been going on, just gulping. He drops it to the ground and pulls out another. I, no littering on the house! You know the rules. Pick that up! He picks it up, but he like crouches down while still gulping from the second flask. Maldrick slough squats. Maldrick, Mal listen, the day is done. We teleported. It's time to get drunk. <laughs> oh, you weren't getting drunk already? Because I no, was. No, 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 no. Anyway, come on inside. I made, I'm making dinner tonight. It's gonna be Drake meat. You ever have Drake meat, lad? Not he's pointing at his eye. Rutha just looks at his eye. He's talking to you. Not that I recall. How do you like your Drake steaks? It's... Have you ever had gator? Because it's like that, but like... Less fishy? I don't eat much. It's plenty you know bloody you like if that helps. Uh, uh, do you not like steaks? Are you a vegetarian? 
Just cook his steak rare, it's fine. Alright. Whatever you think best. I'm just imagining Isaiah is doing the uh, golem fish rant now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm going to go and, with Declan's help, start prepping the room downstairs where we met our ancestors. They're in the, the basement room. That's right. I would just like to remind everybody, Maldrick does not drink while we're adventuring. He, he doesn't, he drinks an alchemist kindness in the morning, and then he starts yep. drinking the second we're back in town. Yep. And it makes yep. sense. So you guys have a lovely dinner. Uh, Isaiah, he, he gives you a wink and you get a blue steak. Ooh. A blue Drake steak. Oh, so it's barely... Not even singed. Yeah, it's barely cooked at all. His steak isn't even rare. It's legendary. Exactly. <laughs> it's, it's an epic loot drop. It's blue <laughs> is literally against FDA guidelines. I'm so dis Bretha is so disappointed. <laughs> have you ever have you ever went to a Bretha's like, like, oh my god, Dad, I thought you I thought you were lawful good. <laughs> Bretha's faith in her father's. No, Bretha told him to make it bloody, because she knows yeah. uh, Isaiah's into yours that. is Garrett. Uh, Malgretha's is nice and <laughs> She might not know Isaiah's a dumpier, but she knows he's into that. <laughs> uh, Retha's steak is cooked to a perfect medium rare. Maldrick's is also a nice medium rare. And Gareth's is... Well done. Uh, well done. No, no, well done. no, 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 <laughs> Well done with a glass of milk. Oh. <laughs> uh. I was gonna say it's cut into stars and moons, like, that, like chicken nuggets. There we go. That works. <laughs> I'm cool with that. Uh, Not a well done. But it's still well done. No. <laughs> it's hard that to is... get nuggets like that. Not well done. Yeah, it's, it's really hard to not make nuggets like that. Fine. Not well done. All right. he, cuts, he cuts it afterwards. Gareth so canonically eats dino nuggies. Can't change my mind. <laughs> no, he absolutely eats dino nuggies. He summons dinosaurs. So like. I love dinosaurs. They're wonderful. Dinosaurs are really fucking cool. They are. They're great. And you guys have a wonderful dinner. Uh, it is very quiet. Uh, oh, by the way, your mother, she's out visiting her sister over in uh, Varicia. I literally she... doesn't know she notice she was gone, and honestly... I, I know you don't... I know your relationship with your mother, but, you know, it'd be nice to pretend you like her sometimes. Maldrick already finished eating and got it's back to It's been a little room. tense since she tried to drown me when I was a child, but you know. Yeah, she, she's made some mistakes. I know it's hard to look past attempted murder, but sometimes you just have to for the sake of the family. <laughs> right, all right, well, that's not great. I didn't know that about mom, but that's beside the point. Hey, I got something I gotta do. So he heads down to the base. Yeah, we... we had three kids. Two of them, the first two turned out as tieflings. Yeah. That's a bit of a shocker. Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, but then you had a good- Gareth's like, can't relate. Hashtag Asmor. Hashtag flawless. Hashtag blessed by Desna. <laughs> anyway, go do your ritual. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go to bed. I gotta get up early to feed the chickens. Alright, so Gareth heads downstairs and he's drawn out many, many circles. While everyone else was eating dinner, he he, he had a bite or two, but then he went back down with Declan and uh, he, he drew, drew out these circles and these circles all come together to form butterfly wings, right? And in the middle is this altar that's been set up. He has Isaiah place Pelta's body on the altar, along with the stone that can pass her spirit. Now, I assume Declan and I have figured out the way to release the stone. 
recently. You smash it. Okay, I just one double check, you know, in case. Yeah, Declan knows. You just gotta smash it. All right, etc. He has Retha out ready to smash the stone at the at the right time, and he's he. The first thing you notice is there's a a glowing purple aura that starts to surround Gareth as he starts to begin the chant. Purple energy seems to course from his aura out and through and surrounds, it starts by surrounding Tota's uh, body. He motions to Retha to smash the stone. And a hand formed out of that purple energy reaches up and grabs the soul as it was starting to go Weaves this, as he continues to chant. The... Uh, hold on there, Matthew. Sure. Uh, as you smash the stone, you just see the vague, shadowy image of a hag just reach up and out towards you. Mm-hmm. And you see it. the silhouette looks like, it doesn't look quite like the woman, the hag you met in your dream. Mm-hmm. But as she reaches out and screeches at you, you see uh, almost like it's a layer of her body is peeled back and she resembles a night hag once again deal with you later as he as the the hand grabs the soul and brings it down the soul seems to infuse through Pota's skin and into the body as he finishes the last bit of the ritual he says Pota Pota dear sister Please, come back to us. I know it's your choice, but we've given you the option now. It's up to you whether you shall take it. If you are, do be free of your mother once and for all. And Pelta, what do you do? Pelta's soul kind of like looks up from the petitioner line. What's left of it now that it's been freed? And it reaches and claws up and away from the boneyard turning from that unknown life to come and returns to the material plane reaching and clawing for her friends back back to the echo woods to the emerald spire and in the silence of the ritual resounding in all of your heads beating throughout the room you just hear the heartbeat of Pelta as her body begins to rise once again and Pelta is back to life hooray (laughs) now we get some pounce bullshit Pelta as you wake up you feel different stronger as though your brief time being suffused into that Blood Knight's body drained some of the power out of your host, giving you two extra levels to put you up to level nine. All right. Yay! Hey, mother, at last. And Gareth looks out where the where mother's vision had appeared just looks straight there and says I told you mother I'm coming for you and I told you you should be scared the reason is because I am a god and we'll see you in two weeks Bretha just Ah! runs to Pelta and just hugs her (laughs) alright
See you guys. Thank oh, you. Join the Discord. Join our Discord. Join our Discord. Man, that's two episodes in a row. We forgot to plug the Discord. We're yeah. drunk. It's Friday Nothing night. Up. It's right, Friday good. night. Thank you guys so much. Insert Yakuza memes here. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Dungeon Dive Bar. To keep tabs on what we're up to, follow us on social media. You can find us on Twitter at at Bar Dungeon, on Facebook at facebook.com slash Dungeon Dive Bar, and on Tumblr at dungeondivebar.tumblr.com. You can also find more information about us at our link tree, including links to our fan Discord server and Twitch. You can find that at l-i-n-k-t-r dot e-e slash Dungeon Dive Bar. To hear our episodes a little bit early and get access to some behind-the-scenes extras, check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash Dungeon Dive Bar. A very special thank you to our middle shelf and top shelf patrons. Happy Cyclops, Jacob, Mirrorwolf, 22 Plus, and Bellandora. Thanks, and see you at the bar.